When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Bookmarked episode numero quattro. We made it to number four, guys. Um, my name is Saul, and I'm from SevenPage.com, and I'm joined with some awesome people today. So let's just go ahead and introduce everybody on the panel. There's Addie. Hi. Hey, hey guys. How's life in California? Right now it's kind of cold. It's raining, but we're getting we're getting better weather. <laughs> It's actually raining here, too, in Utah. It's, like, super cold. I have a jacket on. Um, and then afterwards, we have Ariana. Hi. How are you doing, Ariana? I'm good. Okay, you're going to BookCon soon, so yeah. that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so hopefully in a couple weeks, you'll be able to talk to us about that. But one of the cool new things to talk about with Ariana is that she has now officially joined 7page.com's team as a book reviewer. Woohoo! Congrats. Thank you. Yeah, so we're definitely happy to have Ariana on the team. She's awesome. She's already done a book review for an ember. An ember in the ashes. An ember in the ashes, which is getting really good reviews too, as far as I can tell. It's amazing. <laughs> so um, you guys should go on to sevenpage.com, check out her book review. It's really, really good. Um, I'm probably going to read it now, and you're the one who told me about it. So I just have to like read The Kill Order first and all of Heroes of Olympus. And then I'll get to that one. Okay, and then we have a newcomer onto the show, uh, Michael. Hey, Michael. Hi there. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell everyone who you are and what you do at 7th Page and where you're from and all that good stuff. Well, I'm Michael. I've, uh, I write features articles on 7th Page, so all of the opinion articles and editorials. And I've also just started posting at the new Shadowhunters page. Um, I'm from Scotland. I don't know if I said that. So if you can't understand what I'm saying, I'm, I'm sorry. I think we understand you. I understand you, at least. I understand you. Well, we're really excited to be here today. Um, this entire episode is basically devoted to uh, Shadowhunters, the, the Mortal Instruments TV series that is coming out. We had a main discussion planned, but like looking at just all the news, there's so much, especially for Shadowhunters, mainly in casting. So we're going to spend a lot of time talking about casting. We're also going to talk about a few other news items before we get to that. But even before we get to the news, we're going to turn over to Addie, because Addie actually got to go to Y'all West. Uh, Addie, why don't you tell everybody what Y'all West is? Um, well, basically, Y'all West is uh, the sister book festival of Y'all Fest, which takes place every year on the East Coast. And so this was the first year they brought it out to the West Coast, hence Y'all West. And um, it was it was pretty fun. I, I got to do basically n- about 90% of what I wanted to do. I missed one panel. Thank you, LA Traffic. But, um, uh, yeah, basically the main panel I wanted to go to was uh, Veronica Roth's 
you know, she came, a lot of news from her. She, you know, she's coming out with her new book series, and I actually uh, got her to autograph my book, so my collection is now complete, which is kind of like a bookworm's kind of dream. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a sort of like a T-note thing with between uh, Marie Lu, who writes um, the Young Elite series, and she kind of interviewed Veronica, and it was it was, it was pretty it was pretty funny. It was really entertaining watching them. Like I could I would sit down and watch them like talk on a, like a TV show every day because that funny. But um, basically, Marie asked her about what was funny people. about them. Like, what was it that was so funny? Oh well, they, like they talk. You know, like you're expecting them to like you know like talk about you know their books, but they're talking about like their favorite villains and their favorite superheroes. And I'm just reading off a quote about on the article that I wrote. Uh, Marie says, you know, how uh, she loves that Batman is Veronica's favorite superhero, and she's like, yeah, because he's really angsty. And she doesn't understand why everybody's like, Superman, Superman is everybody's favorite, you know, superhero. And she's like, oh, Superman is all, oh, all-American kryptonite, Kryptonian? He's from Krypton. So what's the deal with that? Why is it that kryptonite hurts him if he's from Krypton? And and, and Veronica has this kind of thing with trains, but she's sort of afraid of, you know, like, jumping onto a train like Tris kind of does. So I think they mentioned that they um they sort of put their, like, like their like obsession loves for these kind of things into their books since they can't do them in real life. And I think my favorite part of it cool. was that she talked about her book, her new series. What and, did she say uh, about her new series? Uh, Anything like really interesting that we haven't heard yet? Uh, she said that it's a space opera. According to Veronica, it's a sort of large-scale sci-fi stories a la Star Wars. The basic gist of it is about a, a young man who teams teams up, or sort of teams up, with somebody who's supposed to be his enemy in order to get revenge. That's all she said. She said, that's all I can say. And she said that it's it's not a trilogy like Divergent. It's a duology. That's pretty and exciting. That's, I'm like, yeah. I really like the space opera genre because that is more like Star Wars and stuff. You know, it's it's not so much about the science, but it's more about the characters and, like, the drama that they go through. Mm. So for me, that's just a lot more interesting. So I'm definitely excited and interested to see what she has to do. I think she mentioned it's it's not coming out. I think she said like in the next two years is when the first book will be released. I think I could be wrong. And then you know, for I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm like ninety percent sure that most people have read Allegiant by now, so I can sort of get into this question. Somebody asked them in the audience, "Do you plan you know your character deaths? Like from the get goes like, okay, I have these characters, you're gonna die." And Veronica says, no, sometimes she's been writing for a while and has no idea it's going to happen until they're like, oh, oh, no, you're going to die. But, uh, and, you know, she said it's happened to her more than once. But uh, she does. So did she know about Triss? Uh, I, uh, uh, <laughs> quoting her, the one, but I have planned several character demises in advance from the very beginning. The one you are thinking of, yes, since the first one. Horrible. <laughs> I mean, she. I mean, she never said it was Tris. So I mean, we can all be thinking different characters. Yeah, well, that's but, definitely who everybody's thinking um, yeah, of. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, she didn't name names, but I'm pretty sure that's who she's talking about. Yeah. So, that's really cool, though. So it sounds like there was a lot of emphasis there on like Veronica Roth and obviously Mary Lou. It's really cool. <laughs> 
I'm definitely jealous. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing that with us, Addy. That's like super cool. And you were just telling me before we started that we've you've got a bunch of like swag and stuff that we could possibly give away on the site. Yeah, I do. I have a couple of uh, Maze Runner stickers uh, for the books. I'm not. I haven't read the series, so I'm not an expert on that. But I figured, you know, we're a young adult book website. We could do a giveaway with those. So just grabbed a handful. I have a couple of extra books. I got a couple of arcs uh, that we could give away. I have a couple of uh, Red Queen posters, Red uh, Queen like book samplets, even though I know the book has been out for a while now. Sadly, they're not autographed because I couldn't stay, I couldn't go the day that uh, Victoria Aveyard was uh, doing her autograph sessions, but I have those as well. Awesome. Well, yeah, we'll definitely talk about that and see how we can give that away either on the site or through the podcast or something. So it should be cool. Awesome. Well, if there's nothing else, we will go on to the news. And like we said, this is going to be the majority. Pretty much the the rest of the show is going to be news. We're going to start off with a couple things that aren't mortal instruments to get them out of the way. And then we'll go ahead and talk yeah. about the Shadowhunters casting. Because that's probably what everybody who's listening is even here for right now. So um, the very first thing was just kind of a funny thing. It came from J.K. Rowling. Oh, yes. And, yeah. Um, on, I think it was May 2nd, right? Yeah, May 2nd. That's like the anniversary. It's the Battle of Hogwarts. It's the Battle of Hogwarts. So J.K. Rowling tweeted out that she was sorry or she apologized for Fred Weasley's death. Yeah. I just thought that was kind of funny. I don't know. For me, like, that's not the one she even needs to apologize for. Like, I I was really heartbroken about Dobby. I don't know about you guys. (laughs) Head, like, for me. Yeah, killed, me too. I cried. When she killed off Hedwig, that was just uh, struggle to talk about. But I think she said Hedwig she was definitely the worst. Sorry, go ahead. I think I think she said that she was going to apologize for one death, like every anniversary. I think she mentioned that she she apologized for Fred's death first because it was the one that hurt her the most. Mm. No, yeah, she did. She said that she was going. Yeah, she said that was like the hardest for her. And that she was going to do one once a year. Which, weren't there like 70-some people who lost <laughs> their lives in the Battle of Hogwarts? going to take a really long time for it to get through all of them. <laughs> Maybe two. Maybe, you know, two like two death apologies every hour on the anniversary. <laughs> a little bit sooner. Well, we'll definitely be paying attention to see if she like holds up to that promise, right? <laughs> yeah. And you know, with Twitter, nobody's going to let her forget it either. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> the next one was also kind of funny. The next news story, again, these are just kind of fun, funny news stories, but there was an interview with LeBron James, who obviously is a huge NBA star. And I guess what he does is to kind of like focus for his games is he reads books. And a few years ago, he had read The Hunger Games, but the book he's reading right now is Divergent. I saw that picture. <laughs> yeah, and I. <laughs> I photoshopped a photo of him looking longingly sort of at the Divergent book. Next thing, just trying to bullet through these to get to the main the main discussion or the Shadowhunter stuff. Um, this is Maze Runner news because they have started the promotions for Maze Runner or I guess the Scorch Trials. Um, and on Twitter they've been releasing a lot of like Wicked videos, you know, like Wicked is good and stuff. And it kind of reminded me a little bit of what they did for Mockingjay Part 1. Yeah, I was just about to say that. It reminds me of the... What was it posted? Well, 
hacking videos, was it? That they had. So. Yeah, a couple of them were hacking because at first they were just like capital transmissions, and then one of them yeah. you actually had BD, and he hacks in, and he's like the Mockingjay yeah. lives or something. So, are you guys excited for this movie? Do, does this make you excited? Because like I really, I'm like upset there's still not a trailer. Out. I've not read the Scotch Trials yet, so I haven't either. Neither have you I. Haven't read him. <laughs> I'm the only one who has. I've been meaning to. I read. I read the Maze Runner last summer. And I'm, I'm meant to go straight on to the next book, and then I just didn't. And it's been like a year now. So, did you guys like the Maze Runner? Did you guys at least see the movie? Seen yeah, the I movie, saw. Yeah. I haven't. I kind of have this policy of, of if possible, like not seeing a movie based on a book before I read the book. Uh, I think the only time I broke that rule was with The Giver. I still haven't read The Giver, but every other like you know. Uh, you know, a book that's been made into a movie, I read the book first. I like to form my, my, you know, my own version of the world in my head by reading the book and then seeing the movie. Because I feel like if you watch the movie first, it kind of, like, changes your, like, the view, you know, when you read the story. That's just me, though. Yeah, you're being introduced to the world and the characters through somebody else's vision. So, yeah, I understand that. I get that. Yeah, I'm excited for it, even though, like, I feel like The Maze Runner is one of those trilogies where, like, it starts off really strong and just kind of gets progressively worse as you go along. But I'm still really excited and interested to see what they, they do, because I did really like the movie adaption, adaptation. Yeah. The movie, I think it was one of the best YA mm. book to movie adaptations I've seen recently. Yeah, it was just fun. That Like, that was, like, my... It just felt like fun action movie, and I was just never bored in it. So, yeah, yeah definitely, I agree there. Speaking of book to movie... Um, okay, have you guys read Artemis Fowl? I've never read it. No. I remember okay. when I was a kid, it was like, there was some kind of like weird competition between the Artemis Fowl books and Harry Potter, and I was team Harry Potter all the way. So I've never read the Artemis Fowl books. Yeah, well, I remember I read those, I think I started reading those either back in elementary school or junior high, and so yeah, I guess I'm the only one here who's read those, so I'll be really quick about this one, but I had to put it in because I'm super excited for this. Because they've been talking about making an Artemis Fowl movie for ages. Like, they started production back in 2001, I think. Yeah, and it just didn't happen. Yeah, I think I remember and, like being with, like, like, a, like I said, like a competition thing with Harry Potter and trying to do it at the same time or something like that. I remember reading something. Yeah, maybe. Because that is the same time. That's the same year that Harry Potter came out. So maybe they were hoping to kind of cash in on, on that wave. But... Yeah, it just didn't happen. And then, like, a year or so ago, they did announce that they were going to do it, but, like I had, like I said, they announced that before in the past, and it hadn't happened. So, anyway, the author, Owen Colfer, says that they're really close now. Like, there's just, like, like one more detail before it's, like, officially happening. So I'm just really pumped for that, but also at the same time nervous because it really has been a long time. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> so. 14 years Michael, why don't you go ahead and talk about the next news article or news yeah, piece? So, um, the publishers of the Mortal Instruments and Infernal Devices series have uh, released the new covers over the last week or two. Uh, they're repackaging them or something. So, what do you guys think? Do you think they're nice covers? I kind of like the original ones. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. They're, I feel like they're different enough that they look different, but they have a kind of similar 
style. I feel like they've not, other than the artwork, they've not really changed much on them. Yeah, uh, I I like the the, the I I typically I tend to like 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 the original product, like the original versions of everything. I think I like the new ones better, but you know, mostly just because you know I've only read the first one. I think I've said that before, but yeah, I've only read the first one, and I think that's the one with like Jace and he's shirtless or something. Mm-hmm. And I just yeah. felt really weird carrying that around. The original, you only like see like from the bottom of the face down, you know, like. Yeah, like you couldn't even see his face. It was just like you could see his bare chest. And I was like, I don't know. I I personally like these ones because I don't I'll feel a lot more comfortable carrying yeah. them around. I do like I do really like the newcomers. I think the the art on them is really nice and stuff, but I was just wondering if they're necessary to be like making new ones. I don't like the new um the Mortal Instruments covers, but um I love the Infernal Devices covers, the new ones. I think um, they look, the art they did on those really captures the emotion that um, is in the books. So I love those. I, and I've heard that Infernal Devices is might be better than Mortal Instruments. Like, what it do is. you think about that? It is? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I, like I, think- both. I don't like to compare them. I like to just think about them as two really good series. But yeah, that might be something that's exciting for for fans who who like these books. I know, like, yeah, they do this often. Like, they just did those Harry Potter ones. Yeah, I don't a like lot, a couple years ago. <laughs> you don't like those ones? No. I prefer the originals, but I still like these ones. I don't know. Yeah, like even with like the the UK version of the Harry Potter covers and the American version, I preferred the the UK version of the the cover art. I agree. <laughs> I'm not biased. <laughs> no, I'm like trying to collect all the UK editions. I only have like two of them though. So. That is like my life. That is legitimately like my book. Like my bookworm goal is to have the the, the British version of the Harry Potter books. Since I have like since I f- read the first one, I was like, there's other versions of this book. There's an original version of this book. I want this. Yeah, I've actually read the whole series with the UK one, and it's just really cool because I mean. Michael got this, but like we didn't get this. Like, like they uh they don't say like jackets; they say jumper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> things was, like that. I saw, I saw something like that in the internet once. It was like all the little differences between it. It was like a list of just the things that they changed. And it was just yeah. so many like words that I just use normally. That they yeah, yeah, it's awesome. The American one. Yeah, I'm definitely jealous that that they got you. You guys, you're very lucky, Michael. Yeah, the original text. It's the original thing. You guys have the good stuff. Yeah. But now I'm going on a Harry Potter rant, and it's like totally not, yeah, not what we're talking about. But yeah, they just seem they seem to do this. They did it with Percy Jackson too. That's like kind of even what these covers reminded me of mm-hmm. the Percy Jackson ones. Yeah. It's just like very character focused and stuff. Ariana, do you want to talk about this next news story? So it has a lot to do with the casting, obviously, of the Mortal Instruments. So now we're getting into that discussion. Yeah. Um, I guess there was some controversy with the casting of some of the Shadow Hunters cast. Um, apparently, the producers and the network did approach Cassandra Clare about how she would feel about colorblind casting, um, casting the best actors and actresses they could find, regardless of the race. And Cassandra Clare said it wasn't an issue for her, and she supported the idea, and um, 
that they'd have her unconditional backing, and she would love to see diversity in the cast. So I know um, Isabel, she was cast, um, I think the actress cast as her is Hispanic. I think she's perfect for the part. Like, she looks exactly how I pictured Isabel. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? Well, I think this applied to, yeah, this applied to Isabel, and it applied to Simon. And as well. Did they, is it also Luke? Yeah. Yeah. So this was just like, yeah, they got, because from what I understand in the series, and I, again, I've only read the first one, but those characters are, I don't know if they're actually explicitly said, or but they're at least assumed that they're white. And so now they have, like, Hispanic and African-American actor portraying these characters in the television show. So, yeah, what do you guys, especially, like, you just said you liked Isabel, Ariana, but, like, what about you, Michael? Because I know you're a big fan of this series. What do you think about this? Well, I think I like all the casting that's in it. I think what they've said is that they're casting the best actors and actresses they can find, like, regardless of what race they are. I think that's just a really good idea. Yeah. it's like they, it doesn't say in the doesn't say that they're white, but you assume they're white. But at the same time, you know, if a Hispanic actor's better than a white actor at it, you know, just take the best actors, make the best show out of it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't think it should be that big of a deal, you know. If, if it like Cassandra said, if it's not explicitly stated that they're like you know a character of color, you know, if it doesn't say you know, oh, Isabel is white or Isabel is you know African American, like it shouldn't matter. You know, it gets as long, like like you said, Michael. Like you know, as long as it's a good a good actor and they bring they do justice to the character, this shouldn't be a problem to it. Yeah. I guess it's just interesting to kind of look at like especially the context of this because especially recently there's just been this huge push for diversity, and mm-hmm. not just young adult books. Like there has been one specifically for young adult books. Like I think even Veronica Roth has brought it to a lot of people's attention, like, on Twitter and stuff. But um, just in general, there's just been this this push for that. And so this just kind of seems to be going along with that, you know. it's it's They're trying to make that a reality. So why don't we go ahead and talk about the actors uh, specifically, what you guys think of them. Um, especially, I especially want to hear from Ariane and Michael, because you two are huge fans of this series and I've only read the first one. Addie, you've read some of them. I think I've, right. I've, I've read the first two for sure. I can't remember if I read the third one, but this was a couple of years ago, so I'm, I'm kind of rusty on that, but... Yeah, I'm I think doing the casting everything. perfect. Sorry, what was that? I think I talked over you. Uh, I'd say I think the casting for the show is perfect. Like I love everyone they've casted so far. I'm the same, yeah. I think I was quite anxious about it. Like When I first heard about the show, I was... Uh, on the fence, but when they started announcing the cast, it's just getting me more and more excited. I think everyone just looks like they're going to be perfect. Yeah, well, let's go through them each. So let's start with Simon. So it's an actor named Alberto Rosende. I <laughs> I hope I'm pronouncing all these names correctly. But Alberto Rosende, and he, I've never heard of him beforehand but um, he's in some show called Blue Bloods, I think, or maybe it was a movie. I don't know. What do you guys think specifically of him? Like, he doesn't really look like a rat to me. So I don't know. Are they going to still have to cast uh, a rat or a hamster to play him in the first season? I think we should get the, the, the rat who played Scabbers in Harry Potter to do this. <laughs> a very good rat. A very good rat. 
obviously I'd never heard of him either, I didn't have any idea who he was, but I think in the pictures and the videos he put the little clips up of him talking about how he was excited to join a cast and excited to get start work. I think he's going to do a quite good job. I think yeah, I think he'll he'll do he'll do well in the show. I mean, I mean, uh, like it's going to be produced by ABC Family, so I mean they have a long you know history of producing book series into TV series. So uh, they do do like weird changes, but I think it'll be good. I think he'll be good. Like I'm looking at a couple of pictures, and there's one where he looks like Simon. I think it's like, and I think he looks the part. I really okay. liked uh, the guy that played Simon in the film, the movie. Can't remember his name now, but I thought he'd done a really good job. Like Robert Behan or something like that. Yeah, that was it. Uh, I, I really liked him in the film, so hopefully this Alberto was in the live up to that. <laughs> and like the actor playing Simon in the show, like he actually wears glasses in real life, so I think that's really cool. Um and the glasses he wears looks like Simon's to me. So <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say that like when I first saw like when they announced him, my first impression was like, you know, okay, I guess he could work, but it was when he put that video out where he was wearing those glasses. And I was like, okay, like, he really does, like, he captures, like, sort of that quirkiness as well for the yeah. character. So, yeah, definitely. I think, he, I think he'll do a pretty good job. I'm excited to see that. Um, next one, Isabel. I'm not sure how to pronounce that name. Emerald? Emerald? I want to say, I don't know. It almost looks like French or something. Yeah, that's why I'm like Emma Road. Like Emma Road. <laughs> it's too weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's Latina, like we talked about. And I went on IMDb, and the only stuff I found was um, like Spanish shows. Okay, yeah. so that's probably like pronounced Emeralde. I have no idea. I am sorry if you're listening to this and we're butchering your name. We're trying. <laughs> If she's listening to this, then we've made it big time. You know, we've hit it big time. <laughs> we've made it big time, and we're sorry for butchering your name. It'll be, like, blacklisted for the rest of the cast. <laughs> Don't listen to that show bookmarked. Like, they just butcher me. Anyway. But, yeah, um, was it you, Ariana, who you said, like, she looks exactly how you picture her? The yeah. Character? Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of the opposite for me. I think it's not how I pictured her, but at the same time. I can see it working. I mean, I don't. I don't see why she doesn't sit the part. So I'm excited to see it. How she works in it. I didn't like. I said, <laughs> like, I don't have like huge emotional connection to these characters. But I, when I saw her, I felt like she, she, she was a lot like what I envisioned. Especially just like the really dark and like full hair. I don't know. It just kind of did it for me. <laughs> When I saw her, I was like, there's a lot of dark hair. I like this. I was like, I love her hair. I'm in love with her hair. I think she'll do well. Just because of her hair. <laughs> the hair. That's all you need. The hair. <laughs> Make the hair work. It'll all be good. Forget <laughs> the acting. What what conditioner are you using? <laughs> yeah. I remember, I th- I, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys, but I remember in the book, I think it's a, like, a big description of Isabel was, you know, she had, you know, her hair was, like, really dark and really nice, and I, that just, like, stuck out to me for some odd reason. Just yeah. the hair. 
Um, the next one, the next uh, actor who got casted is one that I was like really happy to see because he's the only one I recognized. So this is Luke Garraway. I think he's, if I remember correctly, he's Clary's mom's best friend. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. It's Luke's the guy that Clary's mom's always like the best friends with, and it's always kind of like, will they, won't they, be in a relationship? But he's played by, well, he is the man that your man could smell like. He's the Old Spice guy, for anybody who doesn't know the name of the commercial. He's the Old Spice guy. He is the Old Spice guy, so I'm expecting, like, amazing epicness coming out of this guy in this show. Yeah, I really want him to show up on a horse, just at some point. Right? On a horse. (laughs) In the middle of a scene, just have a horse (laughs) turn up and just... uh... Just have a scene where he's destroying like demons and stuff, and he just turns to the camera. And he's like, "I'm on a horse." <laughs> but yeah, what do you guys think about him as Luke? Um, I think it's great. Again, it's not how I pictured him in the books, obviously, but I'm not going to have any idea how to judge him until I've seen it. But he doesn't yeah. look as if it's not like I, I didn't see him and think, "Oh, that's not him." I can't, I can't picture him. Like I can see it when I first saw the cast, and I thought I can see it working. Because, like, like I said, what I immediately associate with him is Old Spice, which is just, like, you know, big, macho, manly type of person. Is Luke that kind of character? Or is he kind of more soft-spoken? I can't really remember. Well, he's a werewolf as well. So. Yeah. A, I forgot about that. <laughs> I, I think, like, Luke is, I would say, like, a, a bit of both. Yeah. Okay. I can't so really what... remember him from, like, the start of the series. Because, like, when it, when it like he starts turning into a werewolf all the time, that's like his main thing. Yeah. I, can't really... I remember when I heard the casting, I was like, I shouldn't judge, but I've only seen him in a like TV commercial, and that was a comedic TV commercial. So, like, how is this gonna work? I have to admit, I was excited, but then I'm like, wait. So I guess I'll have to you know wait and you know see the show or you know even like a preview, and hopefully you know, I'll stand corrected, and it'll be amazing. Yeah, I guess that's that's part of it though. You know, it's acting like the if he's a good actor, you know, he he did a fantastic job in Old Spice. But like, if he's a good actor, then he'll also be able to capture, you know, Luke, yeah. um, you know, as a character and everything. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The next one we talked about last time, so we'll probably just like kind of brush over this. But Dominic, I think I heard his name was pronounced Dominic um, Sherwood, mm-hmm. and he's obviously Jace. So I think. Ariana was on last time, and it seems like you said you really liked him. Yes. <laughs> and so, Michael, what do you think about him? Uh, I think, yeah, I think he's better than Jamie Campbell Bower, to be fair. <laughs> but, yeah, I quite, I quite like the choice. In what ways do you think he's better? I don't know. I don't think Jamie Campbell Bower just didn't seem like Jace. Like I thought he was like dark and broody and he just hood up all the time and it's like but I mean obviously I don't know if they're gonna go in the same angle for Dominic Sherwood, but he does seem just from the first thoughts he does look more like the character. The one thing I, I saw um when I looked him up on IMDB, um he was in Vampire Academy, so he's not new to the young adult mm-hmm. uh book scene. I guess yeah. you could say this is a second venture. Yeah. Did she, anybody I, actually see that movie? I did. Well, yeah. I did. I think he had like maybe in total like 
15 minutes of screen time or something along those lines. And he was kind of broody and, you know, like, quiet. Like, I'm just, like, watching here kind of in the corner. Not creepy like Edward Cullen, but, like, you know, like a reserved kind of person. But, uh, you know, when in his scenes, I think he did, you know, it was really, you know, good acting. And I have to kind of agree with, you know, Jamie not being, you know, the best Jace. I feel like in the movie he was a bit, like, more of an a-hole. Like, he was a bit more, like, a jerk. Played more, like, on his vanity, you know, instead of, you know, like, the broodiness, you know, of his background and, you know, the way that the character is written in the book. I feel like Dominic... I almost wonder, like, is that, like, the fault of Jamie or the actor? Or is it, like, the screenwriters? Well, I... Yeah, uh, well, and... What I feel about actors is, you know, you know, they can only do so much with the work they're given. So I feel like it has to do something, you know, like with the screenwriting as well. You know, because, I mean, as an actor, there's only so much you can do. You can try your best to bring out, you know, the best out of the script they gave you. But it kind of also falls on the writers. That's just my view. But definitely. It'll be interesting to see how he carries this because he's definitely an extremely important character. The other thing I noticed when I looked on IMDb, was apparently he's in Taylor Swift's music video yes, style. He is. I freaked okay. out. <laughs> I saw that video once, so I don't even know. I know there's a guy in there. Is that him? Yeah, it's him. At first I was confused. And I was like, wait, what? I'm like, this, I'm like, this makes no sense. It was like it's two guys. But then I'm like, when I saw, you know, it was like a shot of Dominic's because I'm like, oh, this explains everything. Continue. I was just really excited. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I was I was super excited. I really liked. I really did like Dominic from Vampire Academy, and I'm a big, huge Taylor Swift fan. So just throwing that out there. But yeah, he. I think he did. He did good. Like he was kind of broody and you know angsty in the video. So I feel like he he he'll do well. Um, the next big one is obviously. This might. This is probably the biggest one, right? This is the main character. Clary Frey is going to be portrayed by Catherine McNamara. Mara? But she is actually going to be Sonya in The Scorch Trials, which is a character I don't remember in the book. Um, but she's going to be in the next Maze Runner movie. And she, I guess she's been on Disney Channel on that show, Jessie. So what are your guys' initial thoughts when you saw her? Um... I thought she looked pretty good. Like, the picture I saw of her, like, she had blonde hair. So yeah. I couldn't really picture that much yet. But then when I saw um, she dyed her hair red, and she looked perfect after that. I loved the color they did for her. Yeah, I have to agree. I, I first The first picture I saw of her was, you know, she was blonde. And I'm like, I'm trying. I can't picture it. And then I saw her picture with her, like, as a redhead. I'm like, okay, this this works. I like this. I'm excited. I'm exactly the same. I, the first picture I saw, she was blonde, and I thought, oh, that's a bit <laughs> hard to imagine, but no, definitely. Yeah, that was the first thing, though, of course, that I thought of when I first saw her, was that she's blonde, but obviously they dyed her hair, I think it was last week or something. She tweeted that yeah, out. Yeah. Did you guys yeah. like, what was her name, Lily? Was it Lily Collins? Collins. Lily Collins, yeah. Did you guys like her as Clary? I did. I did as well, yeah. I think she was one of my favourite casting from the first from the yeah. original. I did really like Lily Collins, the way that she 
done the role. My only thing with Lily Collins being cast as Clary's, I felt like her hair wasn't red enough. Yeah. I felt like it was it was more like an like a really dark auburn, like borderline brown. I'm just like it says fiery red hair. Yeah. A bit more bright. Just like that was my only issue with Lily Collins, but you know, I think she did a really good job uh, as Clary in the movies. Well, movie, not movies. There's only one. But yeah, I think. Now, obviously, we need to see her acting. I haven't actually seen her in anything, but I guess we'll be getting a taste in the Maze Runner movie that's coming out in a few months. So, yeah. yeah. But again, that's another like that's like huge. Pr- I can't even imagine because even more so than like Jace or anyone else, she's just, the yeah. series is really carrying on her. Yeah. It's all carried on her shoulders. Yeah, she's like the the central character. She's everything that happens is to do with her. Yeah. But yeah, I think we're all excited to see her, so that should be good. Um, but we've got Alec Lightwood, and he's going to be played by Matthew... Daddario. Daddario. And also somebody I've never heard of. But well, I don't know. what. Uh, he's uh, Alexandra Daddario's sister. She comes out in the Percy Jackson films. That's actually what I was going to say. That's the first thing I found <laughs> out about. Is she Annabeth? Yes, she's the good... The... Yeah. yeah, I think that's her. Yeah, she played Annabeth in the Percy Jackson films. Yeah. So that's yeah, her brother. Oh, interesting. Everyone's connected, I guess, in the young adult yeah. book movie world <laughs> or TV world. But yeah, when I first saw him, like, I don't know, I, he seemed to fit the character pretty easily to me. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think he was... Um, I really like his casting. He looks like how I pictured Alec and... Um, he actually, him and um, the actress um, cast as um, Isabel, they actually kind of look alike, like brother and sister. So I was really happy about that. I honestly, I'd never heard of him before, so I've never seen any of his work. But I'm, in, I'm really interested in seeing, you know, how he's going to portray Alec. I think I'm just quite content with that cast. Actually, it's not like I'm not. It's not like my favorite cast. I don't think he's going to be like the best. I don't think. I was quite all right with that one. Excited to see, you know, how he interprets the character. I think. Yeah. Because it's quite a difficult, complicated character. I think. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the movie, I can't remember the actor's name, but I feel like one, he was a bit too old to be playing Alec, and second, I feel like it was sort of stiff, awkward acting. Yeah. And so hopefully, you know, this new actor, Matthew, he'll, you know, do a better job because in, I do remember that Alec is a really complicated character in the book. Mm. Well, I guess we'll find out. Um, Addie, why don't you go ahead and do the next one? Alan Van Sprang as Valentine. I honestly don't really remember much about the character Valentine, but I have seen Alan Van Sprang in Rain, which is a show on the CW. And I think he does a really, really good job. At one point, you know, he's, you know, he plays a king in the show, and he was, you know, very, you know, bossy, very, you know, what you would expect a king to be like. But then at one point, he goes kind of insane, and he plays that really well. So, like I said, I don't remember much about Valentine in the book. So, if somebody could give me a refresher on his character, he's the villain, I might... isn't he? 
Yeah, he's yeah. like the main bad guy. He's kind of like, it's like the, kind of know, he's like tall and like he always wears a suit and he's very like intense presence. I think Valentine was described as. Which, when you think about the actor from the movie, who was like really young and like shirtless and like long hair, it's like that's just not <laughs> Valentine at all. Yeah, I remember thinking that when I saw the movie, like, he looks really young. Like, he almost looks like he's their age. You know, yeah. Like Clary and them. Like, and I remember thinking that be... in the movie. But here, he looks a lot more intimidating. Just yeah. the actor. Yeah. Just, if you guys, you know, want to, like, see a, a clip of it, you know, just Google, you know, was it King Henry on Rain, and you'll see, like, a clip of him. And he has, the actor does have, like, a really intense presence. So, if you guys, you know, saying that Valentine's an intense character, you know, I think he'll do very well on the on the series. Yeah, I watched Rain too. Um, so I think he's great for Valentine based on how he acts and well acted in that show. So I'm really excited to see um how he does with Valentine. And he looks like well sort of. I didn't picture him that way, but hopefully with the costumes and stuff he'll I'll look like him. Yeah, I think he's not exactly he's not exactly like how I pictured Valentine, but I keep comparing everything to the original cast from the movie. <laughs> and like compared to that, he's like perfect. He's like... <laughs> so basically, like this casting's like an upgrade from the movie casting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's natural to compare the two, right? Yeah. So, right, and so uh, the last casting is Harry Shum Jr. as Magnus. Uh, well, he's mainly known for. Uh, playing the role of Mike Chang Ong Lee, uh, I loved his character Ong Lee. It was very comedic, even though it was you know he did he did have limited uh, screen time, but he also did a movie. It was like about a, like a drama kind of movie, and it's called White Frog. It's a really nice movie, and he and his and he does do a really really good job in the film. Uh, like I said, we he was normally like more comedic, on Glee, so it was nice to see like this dramatic. Aside to him, so I'm really excited to see him as Magnus because I do remember Magnus in the books, and so I I want to see you know what his you know like on screen chemistry you know acting wise with Matthew how that's gonna play out on screen. And he's another huge character too because like he seems to have a like a cult following within the fandom. Yeah. So what do you Ariana Michael? What do you guys think about him as Magnus? I really like him. Like, Magnus is one of my favorite characters, and I'm really excited to see how this actor portrays him. Like, I haven't seen him in anything else, so I don't know how he is acting-wise, but he looks pretty close to how I pictured um, Magnus. Yeah, I'm happy with that. I actually only just found out about that casting about an hour or two ago. Some stuff that oh, okay. process it. But yeah, I'm quite I'm really happy with that. Um I've obviously I've seen the actor. Well, I'm ashamed to have seen the actor more than I should have in Glee. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's everybody's dirty little secret that we've all seen Glee at one point in our lives. I've, I've seen, seen a handful of episodes yeah. and if I like he's not a character I would have remembered at all. But, you know, now looking back, he's it seems like he's a very like backseat character in that show. Yeah. I mean, I really don't know. Like, I've seen very few episodes of that show. And so, but it seems like he wasn't, like, ever, like, 
the primary character. And the thing about Magnus is, doesn't he have like an entire book series? Yeah, it was the, yeah. the Bane Chronicles. I think it was a little short Bane story. Chronicles? Yeah, the Bane Chronicles. So, I mean, like, uh, let's say this show did really well, right? I mean, there could be potential there for him to to do a, a, a spin-off or something. Yeah. And that would really rest on his shoulders there, that he would have to take on that responsibility. He'd have to carry that entire show. So hopefully he'll be really good. Yeah, I'm excited for this casting, honestly. You too. Yeah, and as someone who doesn't know the books that that well, um, this is cool. <laughs> I'm planning on reading the rest of them, especially now that we're um, going to be focusing a lot more on them at 7th page. So I'm planning on reading the rest of the book series. Um, but yeah, it, it's exciting. And even like for me, you know, I'm not like a huge, huge, huge fan of these, but I'm still super excited for this because we're getting to see a young adult book series become a television show. Yeah. And this could potentially open the way for a lot more. Yeah, because yeah, the only one that's really done that, you know, it's Pretty Little Liars. I mean, ABC Family, like I said, has a history of doing, of converting book series into TV series. Uh, I know they had uh, The Lying Game, which that was a really good book series, and I was really annoyed they canceled the book, they canceled the TV show. But, uh, you know, Pretty Little Liars, I think we should look to that one as sort of like a caution because I've read most of the Pretty Little Liars books, and there have been substantial changes from the books in the series. So I really hope they don't do that when it comes to the Mortal Instruments. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Like, I'm sure changes are inevitable, but um, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully it's not anything too crazy, right? Because, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it's not like a Percy Jackson in television. Uh, that's exactly what I was just going to say. Like, <laughs> Percy Jackson's actress's brother. Like, hopefully they don't kind of go in the same direction. <laughs> Bad omens. Oh, no. <laughs> But yeah, I think that's everybody, right? Uh, we went through everyone. I think we're still waiting for the actress to play Jocelyn. Am I wrong? Yeah, mm-hmm. Jocelyn, to be honest. Yeah, mm-hmm. so um, is there anyone else that I'm missing? Like any important characters that need to be cast? Uh, I think there's like the, kind of the characters that are important at some points, like Raphael, who's the vampire. Mm-hmm. But they're not like the main characters. They're kind of just side characters. But I think it's just Jocelyn who's the last main guitar character. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I guess we're just waiting. Um, obviously, the show doesn't come out till I think it's next year, so there's still a, a, a long time to wait for yeah. this, this mm-hmm. TV show. But, um, yeah, we're excited to see what happens. By the time this episode comes out, like they could very well have already announced Jocelyn, you know? Yeah. But yeah, they, they, they'd start announce a lot of the cast really quickly. Yeah. Like after they like, announced, then they started announcing the other actors. Like every other day, those actors been announced. So yeah, even just like yesterday, it was Magnus and um, Valentine, yeah. I think. Yeah. So, I mean, for all we know, they could be releasing Jocelyn right now as we speak. <laughs> Probably, and we have no idea. <laughs> Somebody check Twitter. No. Um. But uh, yeah, that's everyone. So yeah, it's exciting. Uh, we're definitely excited. If you're here, obviously listening for the Shadowhunters discussion, you probably like the Mortal Instruments. And we talked about this on the last show, but you should definitely check out Seventh Page's new network site. 
which is completely devoted to the Mortal Instruments. Um, and it's shadowhuntershq.net. Um, and we've been keeping up with the casting news and stuff. Definitely have to like say thanks to um, our new staff member, Maddie, who's been on the news. Michael, I know you've posted things on there. I've the casting on you. Yeah, and I think Angus might have done some as well, or did I make that up? I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> the people who are writing at Shadowhunters, you guys are doing an awesome job. And, yeah, so if you're wanting more Shadowhunters news and stuff, go on to shadowhuntershq.net. Go check that out. Um, we're hopefully going to be adding a few more features to the website soon. And, yeah, follow it on Twitter as well. It's just shadowhuntershq. So before we go, we were going to try a game <laughs> again. Um, so if you've listened to the last few, we've done the opening line game where somebody reads an opening line to a book and we try and guess what it is. But just the problem is either you choose a book that everybody's read and everybody knows the answer, or <laughs> you choose a book that nobody's read <laughs> and nobody knows the answer. So what we're going to do instead is I found this quiz on Goodreads, and it's a Who Said It, Dumbledore or Gandalf. Absolutely. And so I figured we could do that. I, I, have we all seen, read or at least seen, the Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter movies? No. I've got 50 Harry on, no. I've done. I've got fifty-fifty on Harry Potter. Fifty-fifty on Harry Potter. What does that yeah. mean? Like, I only like. There's only two options: Gandalf or Dumbledore, and it's a fifty-fifty choice. So. Oh, okay. I'm Dumbledore. I've never read. I tried watching Lord of the Rings and I fell asleep. Oh. <laughs> I'm maybe I I'll have better luck if I read the books first, but I'm Harry. No, Potter. No, the movies. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna ask: Are we going off books or are we going off movies? That's what I was gonna ask. I actually don't know where these quotes came from. I'm not one of That's fun. <laughs> but Ariana, which one haven't you seen or read? Um, neither. <laughs> you haven't read Harry Potter? <laughs> I'm in shock right now. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Neither do I. <laughs> I'm not judging you, but I have no idea what to say. Strict <laughs> parents, okay? Okay. <laughs> well, forgive you. It's all good. <laughs> I just haven't met like anyone who hasn't. Yeah. So. Same here. There's but, a few people like, I. Like... <laughs> sorry, what was that? There's a few people I know who haven't read them where I live. Well, it's all good. It's fine. <laughs> it's just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's not, not okay, well... Every day. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you can participate in this if you want. It's like, like Addie said, it's a 50-50 chance. I'm liking my chance um, because I've seen all the Harry Potter, I've read them all, and I've read Lord of the Rings, and I've seen Lord of the Rings. I'm liking my chance. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, some of them are really easy, and some of them are really not. So um, go ahead and start, and we can okay. just go, you know, one at a time. Yeah, so I'll go ahead and read the first one. Okay. We'll maybe do, like, four of them. Okay, so Addie. Okay. You'll, you'll be the first one to answer, but um, just, yeah. All right, here, here's it, here it is. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given us. Gandalf? 
All right. Um, <laughs> Ariana, do you want to take a random guess or just pass? <laughs> okay. Um, I'll just go with Gandalf, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Michael? And it was Gandalf. Yeah, it was Gandalf. I feel like that one's pretty easy. Yeah. I just touched it in Ian McKellen's voice. It didn't sound like Dumbledore to me, so I'm like, okay. All right, here's another one. All right, it matters not what someone is born, but what they grow to be. Addie? Yeah, that's Dumbledore. Dumbledore? <laughs> yeah. Dumbledore. Okay. <laughs> Michael? Uh, I don't know, that's hard. I'm just going to say Gandalf, just to, Gandalf? Mix up, just to mix it up. It is Dumbledore. <sighs> and you've read I both know. series, too. How could you, Michael? <sighs> I'm a disappointment. <laughs> okay, here's another one. Killing is not so easy as the innocent believe. It's Dumbledore. Addy? Dumbledore? <laughs> Ariana. Uh, I'll just do Gandalf. All right, Michael. I think that was Gandalf. Um, it is Dumbledore. Oh, <laughs> Let me guess. It's book six. I don't know. It doesn't say. Okay. That sounds like what Gandalf said when he's talking about. He kill, does say something really similar. Because I feel like Dumbledore said it to Snape at one point when, um, well, I'm not gonna say, but I think it's like when it's like in the, in the flashbacks when Dumbledore's talking to Snape. I'm not gonna spoil it for if Ariana ever wants to read the book series or watch the movies. I'm not gonna spoil it, but I think it involves Draco. I think I haven't read the books in easily five years though. So, huh. <laughs> I know the movies by heart. <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think it probably has to do with Draco, that quote. Yeah. So. All right, last one. Fly you fool. No, I'm kidding. Not that one. <laughs> um, let's see. Age is foolish and forgetful when it underestimates youth. Uh, I'm going to go with Dumbledore. Okay. I'm going to say Gandalf. I don't know. I'm really worried. <laughs> <laughs> Gandalf. It is Dumbledore. <laughs> that was the worst. <laughs> Michael, you were the most qualified. I, know, I was so confident. <laughs> Even Ariana beat you. <laughs> I was giving others a chance. That was well. <laughs> it's all good. That was hard. Well, yeah, that was fun. Would be. Okay, well, we're going to have to try and think of some sort of game that everybody can do. I don't know what yet, but we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Maybe like like, like this, like, who, like a who said it kind of game from like popular movies. Movies? They have to be book adaptations. Like. Yeah. Or maybe we'll see. Yeah. There's a lot of Goodreads quizzes. I've done so many Goodreads quizzes that are just like really. Yeah, I know. Like, just Those so things will like eat your yeah. life. 
But yeah, okay. <laughs> well, we'll move on from that, and hopefully, yeah, we'll have a cool game for next time. Um, if that's it, is anything else anybody else wants? Anything that anybody else wants to add? I think well maybe uh just going back that you know how I talked about y'all West maybe we could you know on the website post you know like a list of con- like book fests or book cons that are coming up and maybe like tips we could give fans you know who are going out for the first time. Like write an article about you know how to survive a book con. Sort of yeah. Yeah, especially with cool. book con book con coming up in a few weeks, that'd be quite appropriate. Awesome. Okay, Addy, you can write the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, obviously. I don't, I don't, I don't well, I mean, I've only ever got like my act, like the only actual one I've done is like Y'all West. I mean, the Festival of Books is insanely huge, and it just it covers you know several book genres, and it's huge. But like, I could you know tips for like you know like bring lots of snacks and water. Yeah, I can. We can brainstorm that. I've only ever done like one TV convention, a lot of fan events, but that's about it. <laughs> See, there's some experience there. We'll talk about it. But yeah, um, I guess maybe possibly look at the for the web. Uh, go, uh, I'm tripping over my words. Um, check out the website. Hopefully, we'll have an article like that soon. Then that's a good idea. If that's it, then we're gonna go ahead and end the show. Thanks, guys, for being on. Yeah, no problem. That's fun. Michael, we were glad to have you here. Glad yeah. we could get you when you weren't working. Yeah. You can find like, proof I'm a real person. <laughs> and Ariana, again, we're super happy to have you on the team. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, and excited to see more reviews because, like, everybody, again, go check out that review. She did a really good job and she had, like, even, like, these memes and gifs and stuff to kind of <sighs> explain her reactions to the book. And so that was really awesome. So yeah, be sure to go check that out. Um, with that said, I think we're going to go ahead and close. So until next time, see you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.